Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. All right, welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am here with the one and only Omari Broussard. He is a retired Navy chief after serving our country for 21 years. He joined when he was 17. The wee young age of 17 served his most, most of his adult life in the Navy. And now that he's out, he is a serial entrepreneur. That means he has multiple businesses going on. He's consulting for other people that want to grow their businesses. And he's also moving into the investment space. Uh, Omari's also finishing up his master's in performance psychology. And he's just, he's real close with that. Just a few classes left. Um, he's been seen on news stations such as Fox and Friends in New York and Phoenix, um, Fox News, uh, Tactical Life Magazine. For all you gun folks and military folks, I'm sure you know what that is. And Black Belt Magazine is a personal defense coach and trainer. Omari, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you're a busy guy, and I'm so stoked to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Oh, man, I'm I'm glad to be here. Um, I think my, let me switch my phone up. I think we just had a, a phone issue. Hold on, y'all. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. All right. He's coming back. We'll sit tight right here. Okay. Can you hear me now? We can hear you great now. All right. We're good. We're good. Cool. Um, well, thank you for having me on the show, Val. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Yeah. I'm stoked to have you. I know, I know you got a lot going on. I know you've got a lot of clients and, you got your own stuff going on, so I'm just really excited to talk to you because we've we've talked so much in the past about, you know, you've got so much experience. You've trained people with firearms training and, and self-defense, and you've trained military folk, and you've trained uh, just all sorts of people, and now you've got this master's. You're almost finishing with performance psychology, and you know, I'm all about flow and mind states and flow states, and so I really was hoping you would just kind of share with us your thoughts on on how you're training when you're teaching people this kind of stuff and, and potentially life and death situations, how, mm-hmm. how are they staying from going, you know, panicking or just, uh, you know, freezing up? What kind of things you work with people on? Um, well, first I believe the, um, the thing that we lack most in today is uh, focus. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, based on the way technology is going today, how we communicate with people and how impersonal it is, um, I think we, we've lost a lot of focus. And that's what the biggest thing that I do for people, whether I'm teaching them how to shoot for the first time, whether I'm training them how to fight, or whether I'm training them or whether I'm consulting on growing a business is the focus right, mm-hmm. to kind of clear mm-hmm. out everything and focus on one thing and one thing only in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I, I believe everything is in, you know, events are sequences. If we look at a movie, it's, it's a sequence of, of scenes. When we look at, you know, when I'm on the range training somebody, I know where we're going to start now and I know where we're going to end, and there's going to be certain things that have to happen in between then, right, in between start and finish. Right. But when we're at the beginning, if I'm taking somebody they've never shot before, when we're at the beginning and they're just holding on to the gun, that's all I want them to focus on is holding mm-hmm. on to the gun properly. When it's time to actually shoot, then when I have them touch and press the trigger, the only thing I want them thinking about is touching and pressing the trigger, not what comes after that. Mm-hmm. So not the bang, not the, not how the gun jumps from recoil. I want them to focus on touching and pressing the trigger. Mm-hmm. So by getting people to focus on the moment, on what is happening at that point in time, by the end of the day, um, they're able to uh, accomplish whatever goal I have set for them, you mm-hmm. know, because they're not mm-hmm. really thinking about anything else. You know, I, I train them on a range. It's away from distraction. But um, I really think the the biggest thing that I do is, is allow people to focus on whatever that one thing they need to be focusing on at that time. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. Um, one thing that you said, well, a couple of things you said were really, really cool. One thing in particular, when you were breaking down the sequence of scenes, like you don't, you know, when you have the gun in their hand, all they're focusing on is the gun in their hand and they're holding the gun and not, mm-hmm. you know, hitting the target and not getting a bullseye and not all those other things that I think a lot of us, our minds might start racing or like, yeah, the recoil or, oh, it's going to bang and, you know, all those things. So the, the focus is what helps kind of block out all that other stuff. Is that, is that kind of right? Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, think of, um, I'm a big uh, motorcycle fan mm. and uh, there's a movie called Biker Boys and in Biker Boys, Lawrence Fishburne plays like the main character. And it's, it's basically a movie around, let's say, motorcycle drag racing is one of the main points in the movie. But when he gets on the line and he starts his bike and he's getting, he's revving his bike, getting ready to go, what happens in the, the movie kind of shows that it's everything around him blurs and the only thing he can see is the road and the finish line. That's it. Mm. Right? The only thing he can see mm-hmm. is the finish yep. line. He can't hear the screaming. He can't hear the crowd. He can only look at the finish line. And once the finish line, once he hits the finish line, then the world opens up, and now he can address the rest of the world. Wow. Right? So it's kind of like like that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. If we could master the skill, I, I really think getting focused is a skill. If we can master the skill of focus, then we can be ten times more productive and, and reach our goals a lot faster. Yeah, that's that's awesome. The the focus I, I find too with with myself is when I'm able to have that one thing to focus on. Like you said, the rest of the world kind of just fades into the background, and I'm just doing that thing, and that's when I experience the most flow. Versus when I'm kind of trying to do everything at once, and I'm all over, and then I don't get anything done, and I feel frustrated. So that's a that's a great example. The the yeah. biker boys. I'll have to check that out. 
Yeah, it's an old school movie. Well, I mean, a lot of them have it. I mean, if you look at, you know, The Matrix, right? Yeah. Uh, if you look yeah. at a um, movie that I just found out about, and I really love it, is John Wick. <laughs> John, John Wick. John Wick. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, it's good. But during the fight scenes, you can tell, like, there's one scene in the movie where he's going after the guy that he's supposed to be going after without giving away too much of the movie. Well, mm-hmm. he has to fight, like, 30 dudes on the way between to get to the guy. Well, he's so mm-hmm. focused on the guy that he just runs right through the 20 guys in between them because they don't matter. Mm-hmm. He's completely focused on getting that guy. So he will – so when you look at the fight scene, he will take as much punishment as he needs to. He will get shot as many times or stabbed as many times as he needs to. But the only <laughs> thing that matters is reaching the guy he's trying to reach. Well, if you mm-hmm. look at flow. And and I think everybody has experienced flow on some level. Mm-hmm. You know when you've experienced flow when you're doing something, and when you snap out of it, it feels like you were somewhere else. Right, right. right. You went, yep. your times flew by. People were like, oh, I was calling you, and you didn't pick up your phone. <laughs> but when you get done, you got something done. You yep. accomplished something that's going to move you closer to whatever you want to do. So, however, I do believe that there's a lot of energy that you expend when you're in a flow state, mm. right? So, mm-hmm. although it's where you're you're most productive, I think there's a lot of energy that happens within a flow state that you that it's not sustainable. You can't mm. be in flow for a week straight. You got to take right. a break. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I think. Um, you know, that's that's kind of the, the other side of the coin. We always talk about how you get in the flow, how you get – I'm more like how do you manage flow mm. so you can get in and out of it when you want. Right. You know? Yeah. And and I've been – that's something that I've – you know, like I mentioned before the we started talking, is I'm a big Tim Ferriss fan, and he likes experiments, so I kind of like experiments sometimes. So mm-hmm. when I look at my focus blocks – throughout the day. My goal is to get eight two-hour focus blocks per day. That would give me an eight-hour day, but that's focus time per block. And then I break each two-hour block into 50 minutes on 10 minutes off. What I've found so far is I can, with with my life the way it is right now, I can get like two or three blocks done. So that's four to six hours of focused blocks of 50-10. Right. Uh, After that, yeah. I'm spent. I don't, yeah. don't want to do anything. But then there's some days that if I like, um, I'm going back to, uh, I, I realized that I was so focused on business, I started getting weeks. So um, now I'm doing jujitsu and CrossFit, you know, pretty much six times a week, uh, nice. three days a week doing CrossFit and, and three days a week doing jujitsu. Mm-hmm. If I do jujitsu or CrossFit because I'm I'm trying to get adapted to that training schedule again, mm-hmm. so now. I'm smoked. So if I come in, if I go to jujitsu in the morning or I go to CrossFit in the morning, I know I'm only going to get one to two focus blocks that day. Yeah. So that means I'm only going to, you're only going to get two to four hours out of me before eight o'clock at night when my kids go to bed. And I can normally get a block of two hours between eight and 10 because the house is silent. Right. That's managing flow, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think the the next level is once you understand what flow is and how you get into that state by focus, then 
okay, how much flow can I get throughout a week? You're not going to get 24 hours of flow. But if you can get, you know, 30 to 40 hours of these focused states where you're in that flow state, right, mm-hmm. then you're, you're crushing it. Yep. You know, I think that's what the, the Bill Gates and the, you know, the um, Warren Buffetts and the, I think those guys, what they do, they just find out how to manage their flow and they, they only focus on what they're good at. Right? Yeah. Yep. And that's another, that's another part is um, you can't be in a flow state if you're doing, you know, $10 an hour work. Right. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was, if your time is worth more, if your your skill level that you develop, yeah, is, is above that, then yeah, I hear what you're saying. And um, so if, uh, yeah, a couple interesting things, again, was one thing that I, that I heard that you said was this idea, you know, when you're in the flow state, it takes a lot of, you know, there's a lot of energy being used. And that makes a lot of sense if you're focusing on something, you know, it takes energy to focus. So if you're really focused on that one thing, then it would make sense that you're using a lot of energy on it, but you're also getting kind of a maximum return on that energy investment in a sense is, you know, when you're done, like you said, you come back and you're like, it's as if you've come back from someplace else and you, you're even tired sometimes or just like, wow, that was amazing. I got so much done. I got all this done because you've used all that energy, but it was like our, our mutual, one of our mutual mentors, uh, Henry Evans, you know, the hour a day entrepreneur, that's, My man, that's, Henry. <laughs> that's his whole thing, right? Is that one mm-hmm. focused hour a day you can't do anything else just that one focus hour a day and he's he's uh, become financially independent with that focus yep. and with that you know um I, I really think you know people misunderstand that they're not really <laughs> the people today we're and, and i'm included right we're not as mindful as we should be about what we're doing yeah and yeah. by and by mindful i mean you should know how you feel when you're in that state of flow you're probably I, I think I'm at my best and my worst when I'm hitting those focus blocks, right? I'm at my worst because I don't want to be disturbed. I don't right. answer my phone. I don't <laughs> email back. I could care less whether you get upset at me or not. You know, I don't use that time to for anything less than what I believe is, you know, six to a thousand, six hundred to a $1,000 hour work, right? That's not right. – that's not time to put labels on the folder. You can't count that as focus time, right? It mm-hmm. is truly mm-hmm. the highest level that you can give. And performance psychology, um, it's not about taking somebody and from nothing and getting them to where they're decent. It's taking mm-hmm. people who are already high-level performers and taking them to a higher level. Mm. So... When I look at that for entrepreneurs, you already got to know what it is that either makes the cash register ring or puts you in front of people, right? As an athlete, mm-hmm. right, if, if, this, if this lecture was for an athlete, you already got to know how to put points on the board. If you can't right. points, put points on the board, then this, this conversation is mute for you, Yeah. right? Go do the fundamentals yeah. and then listen to this. So if you're already putting points on the board, if you're already putting um, money in the bank, then how can you do that either faster or increase the amount of points, the amount of money you are going to bank? I think that comes from 
being mindful of how you feel and what state you're in at the time before, during, and after, right? So before, it's very hard to get into that flow state if you've had a shitty day before. Yeah. So you may have to come up with a routine that separates you from what happened before that time, you know what I'm saying, and get you ready for the next. I know, like, for me, if I wake up in the morning and I'm having a shitty day, then I know I need to go out, walk around. I need to make, you know, go, go to the bookstore, buy a book, get my mind primed, right? Read something, mm-hmm. listen to a good podcast. And mm-hmm. then I, I'm, I can feel myself and I know, all right, it's time to get to work, right? Yes. When you feel like that, then it's time to shut everything down, set the clock, and get to work. And you will find by the, that that two-hour block, will seem like 30 minutes. You will not be able to get everything you want to get done, and you just had two hours. It'll either get done too quick, or you'll just be flying through so many things, you'll feel like two hours isn't enough. I got more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's been my latest experience with with that, with managing my flow in that way. Is that you're just going so well that it's like the time's up before you know it, before you've done everything Mm -hmm. on your list? Mm Mm-hmm. Because it'll tend to expand. I, I think what'll happen is it, it, our brain works in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So even with the task, you ever do one, it, I, here's something simple. Like back in the day, you ever play a video game, you're like, you know what? I need to beat this level. But right. then you you look up how to beat the level, and you like you got all the special codes, but then you find there's a secret place that can get you more coins. has nothing to do with finishing the level. <laughs> but it's gonna get you some more like Mario Brothers back in the day, there's a secret yeah. tube you can go down right. that's gonna get you more coins. You don't even know what to do with the coins. I think there was a whole generation that was collecting gold coins that had no idea what to do with them. Right. right. But that's how our brain works. So when you're in this flow state and things are going, I rarely get to you know, when that timer's up I realize that darn, you know, I could take this further. I can go mm-hmm. here. So it's truly not done. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not yeah. quite done yet. Um, yeah. I, I can I can go further, or you know, so it's not like a distraction tangent, but it's just you see more other than when you first did it because you're so completely focused on it. So you'll be able to see things that you didn't see before when you were just kind of jotting it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Your 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 perspective is different at that point when you're when you're in that state. Yeah, I think it's like athletes like Kobe Bryant or even uh, John Jones is a fighter, right? There's mm-hmm. Everybody can pretty much pinpoint the fundamentals of fighting or basketball, but then mm-hmm. we always we always talk about how high-level athletes are so creative. Right. Well, they shouldn't be creative if they're you're master of the fundamentals. They're creative because when they're in that state of doing their thing, they see other things that they didn't see before mm-hmm. that nobody else sees. You right. know, so although right. I know I should be driving straight for the basket, it doesn't, like, switching hands and going under the leg and coming up over the head, that's not fundamental basketball. <laughs> right. But why do they do it? Because they're seeing the space differently. There's a defender that if I put the ball up with my left hand, defender's on my left, but if I bring it under my leg and then put it on the right, his two hands are on the left side of the basket, I'm going to beat him every time. Well, how mm-hmm. do you do that when you're in the air? Right. Right? Yeah. When you're 
coming up off the ground, all of a sudden you make a decision to switch and come around, like that's because you see the relationship and you're seeing things that other people aren't seeing. Mm-hmm. But because you're so focused and you, you've mastered the fundamentals so well, you're able to do things in a time that people think is impossible, where to you it's just like, ah, no big deal. Totally. Right, right. Well, man, Omari, that that's so, so good and so focused and on point. I appreciate that. And I, I know you're a busy guy, and I, I want to continue this conversation. Um, so hopefully we, I can have you back on the show. Is that something you'd be, you'd be up for? Oh, man, call me anytime. I know, like, I'll I just be speaking to, like, parables and stuff. So it may Perfect. take a couple episodes for people to catch on. But thank you very much for having me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That sounds great. Well, then we'll do it again. And I appreciate all you out there listening. Again, this is Omari Brossard. Omari, if they want to get in contact with you, learn about, you know, your, your consulting. You're also a, a top copywriter. You're, you're well on your way to being one of the top 1% copywriters in the industry. And uh, how could somebody get a hold of you or learn more about your services if they wanted to? Oh, well, you know, connect with me on Twitter, um, at Omari Broussard, uh, O-M-A-R-I-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D, or hit me up on Facebook. I got so many properties running around still coming up with new ones I'm testing. So those two are always the same. If you hit me up, either my assistant or myself will get back to you within, you know, 48 to 72 hours. Give me a little time. I'm hustling. I'm hustling, y'all. He's, yeah, he, he, he's for real, you guys. You know, I, I've known him for, we know each other a good, I don't even know how many years now, but uh, he's the real deal. He's out there doing this, making this happen. So um, he's a busy dude. So I'm going to let you go. I appreciate it again, Omari. Take care. And for all of you out there in podcast and radio land, until next time, my friends, be flowing.
Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.